We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. <laughs> Bert, Dave, Steve. All right, let's do a shot of tequila. Oh, man, right out of the gate. This is why, I, this is, let me explain radio to you, Steve. This is when it gets good. If you can skate the line of, of saying the most horrific thing. No, no, say it. Just don't say it with the curse words in it. You can say the most horrific yeah. things. You just got to say it the right way. I've made a career out of that. <laughs> uh, Bert, I, are we even promoting your shows, or are they all sold out? Uh, tonight, we have a show tonight. We have a, Yeah, I, don't, I mean, they're sold out, but we always open up tickets at the last minute. Uh, Bert is going to be at the uh, Strauss Center. Uh, what do you have, two shows t- uh, today, tomorrow, and then Orlando, and then Tallahassee? I mean, you're all over the place. Three shows in Tampa, four shows in, in, uh, in Orlando. Orlando. Is one of those shows in Tampa just all the people that you know that you have to like is one show free because you have to give away so many tickets I've, I've, yeah, I've given away a great deal of tickets yeah, 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 yeah. but, but it's kind of it's like it's the price of doing business in Tampa you, Tampa anyone that grew up with me knows me and they're like I'm not paying for your ticket no I know and that's <laughs> uh, the funny thing is everybody's asking me for tickets like I because I know you I'm just sitting on a stack of tickets somehow yeah uh, I, I'm gonna tell you right now anybody that asked me I didn't even ask, I was like oh that's perfect it doesn't, it doesn't Tampa anymore. doesn't mind me but yeah. it doesn't bother me because I know these people so well and I like it's it's I grew up with these people, so right. So you so, want to yeah. have them? I want to let you. I want to let you know, Bert. I bought tickets for your show for Orlando. I'm going uh, to see you. You're but, going to Orlando? Yeah, because what we, show? I wanted to go to the late show, so we're going to the Saturday late show because I know the late shows are normally like the good ones. Well, lately uh, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, and my boyfriend is in love with you. That I did not know this. So I I bought us tickets to go see you. So now let me let me, let me just tell you this. <laughs> Meet Carmen's boyfriend. He does not have eyebrows. Yes, he, he does. You will not be able to not look yes. at him. I thought you were going to say he does not have eyes. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be so awkward looking at two dolphin holes in his face. <laughs> he has eye. He's an athletic, light-skinned black gentleman with no eyebrows. He has He's got, eyebrows. like, blind, blonde eyebrows so you can't see them, so it looks like... He, and that's all you're going to think about now when you're looking no. at him. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. I, I actually can't wait. Um, well, thank you very much, Carmen. I appreciate yeah, it. I did course. not buy any tickets. <laughs> no, I know. I, 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 yeah. I'm Obviously, show up at the side I'm not, door. I'm not advertising this. If you're my friend or you grew up with me, hit me up for tickets right now. But yeah, it, it, we have a, there's a big list. And so, do I you know that, that I could not get tickets for Segura show? Uh, Why did you just call me? Because I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I just don't want to. Segura show. I actually reached out to Tom and I said, "Hey, you're. I know you're coming here. I don't know how many days you're in Tampa, but if you need anything while you're here, you know, just hit me up." He was like, "Oh, awesome, thanks." But I knew his shows were sold out, so I knew he didn't need radio or anything. And then uh, I actually wanted to go to the show, and it was sold out. And I thought I, I almost bought them on StubHub for like five hundred dollars each. <laughs> I was like, "This would be the worst." I'm going to send them the bill if I do that. Uh, yeah, no, uh, it didn't. I, I'm glad. I'm glad to see you guys both just still crushing it. I don't know what the. I don't. I've never been to the Stras. I know, all I know is that they do like ballet there. Stuff. Well, you you've been there. You probably you've never been there as a as a as a Tampa as a loose resident. You never saw a concert or something there. I don't think so. It's nice, man, uh, and it's it's big. When you walk out there, you're like, oh, oh man, man. I, I I sold a lot oh, of tickets. Dude, we've been we've had some big shows. Yeah, Red Rocks. That's oh, beautiful. Red Rocks. Dude. Red Rocks, awesome. Red Rocks was Incredible. like Red Rocks. They go. This is my favorite part. They go. Um, Hey, so when you get done the show, you've got to put you in a van and get you out of there right away. And I was like, why in the like, traffic? And I was like, well, what if we want to hang on a little bit? And they're like, well, you're going to have to stay until like midnight. And I was like, yeah, okay. I got the bus. Uh, it was 
out of this world. We, yeah. Everyone came back. Some guy, got, they gave us three pounds of weed. Remember that guy? He brought backpacks of weed in. He wasn't even supposed to be there. He, he just infiltrated the venue with three, with a backpack three pounds of weed. And then he just goes, can I smoke a joint and take a picture with you? And I was like, yeah. So he lit a joint, took a picture with me. He's like, all right, man, enjoy the weed. I was like, I'm leaving tomorrow. Like, what am I, yeah. <laughs> you start smoking now. What am I, start moving this stuff? Oh. And so then we stayed and... Uh, and we, we had it catered, and everyone came. Everyone stayed, and we hung out. And then I got to go out to Red Rocks on the stage by myself, light a joint, have a cocktail, and, just and look stare. at the stars and go, I just did this. Yeah. It was great. That was great. That's got to be a great feeling, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, cheers. Uh, cheers. cheers. What do we got? Just tequila? With, to, tequila to, be yeah. in ta- to being in Tampa. One of the best cities in the world. I'm so proud to have grown up here. Yeah. I really am. Don't tell anybody. I get that it's a secret. Everybody's like, ooh, Tampa. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't come here. Stay away. Cheers, everybody. Uh, also in the studio with us is Angelo, Angelo Blando. Now, Angelo, is what What do you call yourself? Um, so first off, you could hear me right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you for having me on the show. I'm happy. You. So it's let me. insane. It's, it's, I, <laughs> it's ironic that you guys are here together because the way I know Angelo, and I knew who you were from social media, yeah. uh, is um, I knew Bert had a sneaker guy, and I have a 15-year-old son, and for his birthday, he started asking for ridiculous sneakers, and he really doesn't ask for anything. Yeah. So I wanted to, to I said, Bert, don't you have a sneaker guy? And you hooked me up on Angelo, and I'm like, oh, I know who that dude is. So then we started talking, and the sneakers that I wanted at the time were the Travis Scott ones and the Chunky Dunk Ben & Jerry's ones, which are the dumbest. In fact, Spanish. Will you run in Joey's room and grab his ugly uh, Ben and Jerry sneakers? The box you, you is can't the coolest part about those ones. He got so. Oh yeah, Sne- Steve's a sneaker head too. So is Ron. Ron's got like a. You, Ron's got a. He loves the vapors. Two hundred and fifty. That's more than I got. I don't even. I don't even collect them like that. Anymore. No. What do you do? You just move them. So, you just get them and sell them. Yeah. Um. I I started off selling to. I, I started off just selling in my high school. I was really a bad student. Right. Um. Just, just straight D's. I really was close to. This is why we off. all get along. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is why it's all like a yeah. good vibe here. Um. So I was just really like a bad student in high school, and I just needed to make money, and I didn't want to sell drugs because like it yeah. just wouldn't work. Um. So then I started selling shoes, and now I start hitting people up. And now let um, me ask you: When you're selling shoes, are you selling your shoes, or are you like, oh, oh I no. can buy a pair that this kid doesn't know they're worth? I would go to the mall like really early, or go to the city in Chicago, and I would just wait out front at like 9 a.m. and just—I mean, you wait at 2 a.m. But yeah. I would I would pay some people like even if there was just people on the side of the road that like couldn't didn't have a lot of money. Hey, fifty bucks, stand, stand in, line, in line, grab these shoes, and then like there's you know, apps now that you can do that where you just wait in line for people. There's oh like wow! Apps. It's like, yeah, so I, I did that in the beginning, and then now like high school's ending, right? So um, now I was like, where my market's going to be gone? Where am I going to sell shoes to now? I'm, I don't have three thousand kids with their parents' yeah, money yeah, anymore, all waiting, yeah. so I'm kind of screwed. Um, so then just as like a just like a you know what happens type of thing i posted a picture at the time uh one of my favorite i mean still one of my favorite comedians um crystalia i posted a picture of uh some shoes and i said hey i i had crystalia's podcast in the background and i tagged him in it and i said hey man like if you ever want a pair of shoes hit me up and let me know like three days go by and then i just get like four messages and you see the check mark on instagram right you know and he's like dude I, yeah let's do it I was need he a, like i, yeah, I know a bunch guy. of high school girls <laughs> <in these shoes. laughs> i had to so he was like (laughs) dude so he hit me up and then from there then it was ron funches then it was um 
Then, then it was Sam Roberts. Then it was Bill Cody Lawrence, Garbrandt. Bill Lawrence, the head, of, the writer of Scrubs, was a sneakerhead. Yeah, he started getting shoes. There were so there's so many so, people. Sam uh, Sam Lerner, Dan Levy. I mean, then there was like Kendra Lost. I started have some, having some. Adult All right, so let me. So Dan, Dan Levy hits you up and he says, "What? What is he looking for? A specific pair, or does he just want to have?" They yeah, they would hit me up and they would be like, "Hey man, like, can you get these? Can you get these?" Everyone wants retail price when the shoe is thirteen hundred dollars. Right. So it's kind of I can't give everyone th- the retail price, but um, see now you know, in my case, I knew I was gonna have to pay out the ass for them. Yeah, but I didn't know like there were so many fakes, and right. I didn't know. Yeah. So I figured if I could find them through you, you would let me know. I got a, I got a pair of fake Tiffany Dunks. Did yeah, you really? remember we, you texted yeah, me I about I texted them. you and you were yeah. like, yeah, they're, no, they're like, off. Dude, well, no. now, l- l- let me jump in. So like I, meet, I meet Angelo and I tell him what I like and he just goes, yeah, I got them for you. And then I was like, great. And then he was like, I'll, I'm going to be in LA. I'll bring them to your, by your house. And I was like, okay. So he comes in my house and this is a testament to Angelo. Comes in my house, meets me and Leanne. We're in my man cave. And within five minutes, there's a sparkle to this kid. And I go... Hey man, let's sit down and do a podcast. Oh, right. so we start because right, he's so interesting. It's such an interesting thing to me. He I feel is, the same he, way. He has the thing. He has the, what, what I would call Mickey Mantle gene. Yeah, but he has the thing that he will be a millionaire. In when he's fifty, he will be have a yacht. Right. He's got the thing that you that you wish you had in business, and it's just like a just like he thinks two steps ahead of you. It's and, a, and I said, and literally, I said, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I set up a meeting. With my management company, set a meeting with my agency, and I was like, "You need to move to Hollywood. And you need to take over this town." And I did. Yeah. And he went in. And then Judy, my Marmel, my manager, goes, "Do you know he's related to Sebastian Maniscalco?" Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> like his cousin. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> so, oh, there's there's so much here. How long do we have? I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, so first of all, uh, I. I, when I was just doing it, I don't even really talk to Sebastian, dude. Like, and, and I'm not like, and there's no bad blood or anything. Right, but I've tried to yeah. reach out, and yeah. there's just nothing. Yeah. I know I all know of his feel. friends, but he and I, he just doesn't answer, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is fine. But for me, it's like if you're if if there's not like I don't I don't want to just you bring me in and then everyone sees that I'm cool. I wanted to earn it, you and know. You did. And, you, and, you did. You went the and right I way. I kind of did, and and now I'm starting to make my way into like the entertainment industry because I, I, I live stream now, um, and and I'm on Twitch, which is incredible. And I really want to help you get on Twitch because you would literally kill it. How old um, are you? I'm 23 now. Holy 23. cow! When, yeah. when if I, I could invest money, if I could, if, when you when you have an idea and you want to do something, hit me up. I will get people to invest money in you. I will invest money in you. Plus, you're a good-looking kid, and that, I, I mean, that, you that. know, that's true. I mean, like you know, Thank you. So you look at some people on Instagram. You're like, oh, if this guy wasn't so ugly, he'd be way more famous. You know, <laughs> that's just that's just life. That's how it is. So that's good for you. So you're a hustler, and you that, see, you know, what reminds me of Pete. Pete, yeah, I, that's what I was saying to Segura yesterday. We were talking about the the the. We were talking about Pete. Pete is Zen Autos. Auto sports. Yeah, Pete is my best friend, and he is my uh, old roommate that I lived with together for years. And Pete, we lived together. We didn't have a pot to piss in between the two of us. And then I'd wake up on a Friday afternoon because we did morning radio, didn't pay us any money. I was making like twenty grand, and uh, and I'd wake up in the in the apartment, and it'd be Pete would be in the kitchen stripping roses of thorns. Like he'd have a rose and he'd be stripping it and put it. What are you doing? He would go to a wholesale flower place, buy a bunch of roses, strip them of thorns, wrap them in cellophane, then hire some girls to go sell them in Ybor City at night for you know ten dollars a rose or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And he'd make uh, he'd make a thousand dollars a night doing that. That's and a he hustle did, right there. And he didn't yeah. have to do it. All he had to do was get it ready and send some girl. I gave yeah. her fifty bucks to do it. He makes a 
$10,000. And that was great. That was all while we were poor. He always had the next thing going. Yeah. And I, I, I'll, you give me a thing, to, a goal, I'll work at that goal all day. But Pete would hustle his way through life. Still hustling. That's, what, that's what's messed me up in this. In this it, not messed me up. This is what makes this tour so difficult right now is my managers and agents know that whatever the thing that you got, that I got, that he's got, that he's got, that he's got, that all of us have, the thing where you go, I just think about work nonstop. I yeah. don't have hobbies. I don't. I just think about work. They go. If I put you on a ten thousand seater, Bert will work till he sells those seats. He, yeah. And like, and that is my flaw because it, it can get a little overwhelming. Yeah. And so they just keep adding shows. Going, Bert will just keep promoting. Mm-hmm. And but and you want to work with people. I thought I love working with Judy, my manager. Judy thinks about me as much as I think about me. Yeah. And she'll call me in the middle of the night. She goes one night. She calls me up. This is. I can't say a thing. I, I told you. Uh, she calls me up. She goes, you need to be doing this. Right. And and it was the thing we used to do with you where we get in the boat. Yeah. She goes, you need to have your own one of those. And I was like, and this is, I go, that's exactly what I want. She goes, well, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. And and we'll see. It's the thing we used to do on the yeah. boat. You're yeah, really yeah, I'm horrible. I'm yeah. horrible. Let's keep drinking. All right. Uh, so, so uh, Dude, you guys are it, it's eight thirty in the morning. You guys are taking shots of tequila. There's pizza. This is the wildest morning I've ever had. Oh. I, usually, I don't even wake up until like nine o'clock, ten o'clock. You I was, guys are all set up here. I was so. thinking about this the other day about how many times we've we've started doing ridiculous stuff at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like not drinking and eating is nothing. Yeah. But like, um, like one day, one day I realized. I could do anything I want in the world. I want to go bungee jumping. I want to go to a. I want to run with the bulls in Spain. And I will find a way to go do it and have somebody else pay for it. Like I could do anything I want as long as I could find an angle for the radio. So one day I'm in the studio, not this studio, but the one in the St. Pete, and I was like, you know what I want to do? Remember you'd see like in the 80s they had those foam parties where they'd just fill a dance floor with foam. I'm like I want to do that. Two days later, we got the studio all set up. We got a foam machine really? there. Oh. Yeah, I think who was in the studio it was like Red Band or somebody happened to be coming in that one day. That makes uh, sense. But <laughs> it just so happened like that we had guests booked during our party and they'd come in. They're like, "This is the most insane thing we've ever seen." And they're like, "Yeah, this is what we do." Yeah, I mean, this the studio is incredible. So this is this is so uh, we've been doing this for over a year from this room, and I love it. I mean, the only thing that stinks is that Galvin and Carmen are back at the station. Uh, but other than that, I mean, to, to be able to walk down here and walk in here. At uh, five thirty, as opposed to waking up at four o'clock every day, and on top of that, being able to come in here twenty four hours a day, I, I could do something in the middle of the night. I can come in the middle of the night. Come in the afternoon, I could sit in here and work in the afternoon. It's it's great. Yeah. Do you still have the hijinks like that though? Since you're here, yeah. So uh, there was a lady getting a tattoo on her ass last time I was. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> was that crazy, Patty? Yeah. Uh, she gets a tattoo of me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Uh, we, we, I would do that here for sure. Now, what are you looking for tattoos? I can't believe that you put that on Twitter and didn't just call me first. Uh, Steve wants a Steve wants a tattoo. Yeah, well, I got yeah. I got everything. If you're listen to me, this is, Bert knows more people because he grew up here. But I can get anything done in this town. You want? I go to had a tattoo guy here this morning. If that's really we're, what you need, we're needed. getting our ears pierced uh, for Flor- our Florida run. Uh-huh. We're all going to get earrings. Dave's already put his in. I saw that. Yeah, and so <laughs> we're all going to get earrings because it's you know it's just really Florida. And then yeah. he wants to get a tattoo. And so then yeah. we're off. Maybe <laughs> our maybe our tips frosted. On yeah, our, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You basically want to do Mike Cal to 1998. I got gotcha. yeah, yeah. you. I um everybody in Florida 1998. <laughs> <laughs> I one day looked in the uh, in the mirror while I had my diamond studs and I just said, "Meh, it's over." And I just took it out. I, I mean, really? I, yeah, it was probably. It was like, about two years too late, but yeah, yeah. you did it. <laughs> yeah, it, it's was, hard to let go of those things. I remember that feeling too, man. Just being like, "I'll never take my earrings out." Did you guys ever do like day, the hoops? Just look in the mirror. Oh yeah, of course. You do I, the hoops. I got it right now. Oh nice. I think hoops are coming back. 
Yeah, they are the coming 90s back. Hoop with like guys even got crosses. But can I tell you now? My earlobes are a lot fatter now than they yeah. used to be because I went to go put my old school. Didn't hoop reach in. through. That's blood pressure, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I really had to squeeze it in there. I grew up in, meat on it. I grew up in New York, so I grew up with the diamond stud in one ear. Then I came to Florida and I got both ears. Then my. Uh, wife was like you need to get hoops so i got the big metal hoops and i was like yeah then i went back to double diamonds real diamonds now and be like yep i got money these are real diamonds and then one day i was looking in the mirror and i looked at my hairline and my earrings and i was like nope and i just took them out yeah. i was like i can't change the other ones so i might as well just take these out best parenting i've ever done in my life the best parenting i've ever done we're in london and all the girls were with our friends, and George and I don't want to get their ears pierced. And they're like, it's, let's do it. It's a, London, it's a London trip. Let's do something big. Georgia pulls me aside. She was a little girl. She goes, I'm afraid to do it, and I don't want the other girls to know. And I said, okay. And she goes, I go, what do you, it's not that bad. And she goes, have you had it done? I said, yeah. She goes, would you do it if I do it? Because if you do it, then I can have the strength to do it. Oh. I'm, I'm going to cry telling you the story. I go, of course, of course. Wouldn't it be great if you so, did it? And then she goes, nah, I'm out. <laughs> so, uh, stay tuned. So, so we go. I have, I've, Of course, I've recorded this. It's online. You can see it. It's my best parenting ever. Right. We go in to like a, a Claire's in the mall in London or whatever. And all the girls start doing it. And then George just grabs me. She goes, I need to go right now. I need to go right now. So I go, okay. So we sit her down. She's nervous. She's like freaked out. They do it. And she... Stands up and she goes, I did it, I did it. And comes to me and falls apart crying, hugs me and starts sobbing. She goes, thank you, daddy. Thank you, daddy. Uh, and I'm, it's, I have it recorded. It's like my favorite parenting moment ever. And then she looks at me and she goes, you're next. And I go, well, wait, hang on. I don't need to get it done now. Yeah, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, oh, you just needed me for strength. And she goes, you promised. Uh, <laughs> so I got my ears pierced. I was 45. And I, just, I got my ears pierced. I kept it for like a year and a half. I had to take them out for a TV show. Do you know that I, uh, when I got my ear pierced, I asked my parents for years. And they were like, no, no, no. My dad's like, what do you think? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> then uh, then one day I was walking in the mall with my son when he was like 13. I go, hey, you want to get your ears pierced? And he's like, yeah. I go, come on, let's go. My son's 15. He's got a tattoo already. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Yeah, but see, when you're 15 Florida. and you get a tattoo, you get hustle way too big yeah. on your arm. Yeah. I did it too, dude. Don't get the, if oh, no. listening. Yeah, you don't know who you are. Yet wait until you're 18, if, 19. Yeah. If you ever black out around me, I will get you tattooed with an R on the air mm -hmm. and hustler. <laughs> yeah, you know, and at the time, it was like it matched the brand because like I'm working at a young age. I'm traveling. I'm 17. But you don't need it on your arm that what did he get? big. What did he, get? he got on his arm. Uh, so... He, we, we had uh, he, my niece passed away. She, uh, oh, yeah, she had yeah, cancer, yeah, yeah. and her name was Emily Rose. And we all got roses. And uh, Joey was like, "Yeah." And I said to Joe, "I go listen. I go, I'm I'm all for you getting it because my wife was cool. She was like, he can get it. I go, I'm all for you getting it. I go, but it's a rose. And a couple of years from now, you might look at it and be like, "What was I thinking?" He goes, "No, it doesn't matter because it's why I got it." Yeah, yeah right, it's yeah, got right, me, it's right. got meaning behind it. Right. When I was so, fifteen, yeah. I would have probably got Harold Miner winning the slam dunk contest <laughs> on my arm. Uh, we were all gonna get uh, tiger paws on our chest. We're a polo tiger paws. We went to Jesuit. Then we were like, and then that was one tattoo. Uh, and then another one was uh, the polo pony. We're all gonna get that. Right. God, I didn't get that. Yeah, that was There's an awesome a list. Bert. 
There's a list of tattoos we were going to get. So, so I have um, Steve O and I have matching Tinder logos. Uh, <laughs> not grinder, grinder, yeah, rather grinder. Yeah, 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 he yeah, was yeah. like, he was like, if we're going to get a tattoo, we got to get something real. And I was like, oh, I don't want anything like gory or whatever. And he goes, now let's get uh, grinder logos. And I was like, let me see the logo. And I saw that. I was like, oh, that's great. Then I had to put more tattoos on my arm. Uh, me and the, we we all got a little alien head. Spanish has one, and Joe has one, and all that. We we just uh, drunken uh-huh. nights. Once you have a sleeve, you can get anything you want. You just yeah. hide it in there. It doesn't really matter. I'm, wor- I'm worried about getting a sleeve because I wouldn't be able to recognize any uh, skin cancer that popped up. <laughs> uh, you'll find out eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let me get, well, let me get back to Angela. What's the first What's the first big uh, like first big money you make? Um. So. Okay. So. It's not it's not a money thing when you do it the way that I do it. Because most you do kids, most kids out there, and I mean, I know people that I know a kid that just bought a McLaren from selling um, selling sneakers for four years. Oh, bought wow. a McLaren, which uh, I don't have a McLaren, and I don't have the money to buy a McLaren. Right. And and selling sneakers would have never got me there because for me, if I if I know that I hook up. Uh, I hook up a comedian with a pair of shoes. I know that he's got a ton of money, right? I I know that other most people are going to say, "There's a guy with some money. Let's charge him two thousand on these, four thousand on these. Make a ton of money on one sale." For me, that's the guy that I give the discount to, and I say, "Hey, if you can shout me out a little bit, if you can help me out with exposure, I'm." I mean, still to this day, yeah, at the time I was eight, I was t- I was nineteen when I met Bert, um, and I would say I don't think you ever ever charged me for a pair of shoes. Yeah, I mean, I I just like yeah. for me, it's it's easier and. You know, when you're living at home, like I'm, I'm humble. I don't have the ego of like I think I'm, like at the top when I'm a 19 year old kid. Right. I, I'm not like that. For me, I know that. Uh, hey, can you help me out with a little bit of exposure? And to this day, I'm still the same way. I value the exposure, uh, and, I, and I value like. I want people to hear about me because I'm trying to start my own thing here. What does it make if I make an extra $300 this week on a pair of shoes? What is that going to do for a 19-year-old? It's going to buy them true religion jeans. Yeah. It's like it doesn't do anything. What is, is, let, me, let me tell you a story real quick. We're, I'm doing the Ace Hotel in L.A., right? A gentleman comes in and that I'm, I would like to do business with and says, uh, do you have any wine here? And I had just been given a $120 bottle of wine. It was the only bottle of wine, but I wanted to do business with this guy. And I opened the bottle of wine. I gave it to him. And, and I, said, I said, open this. That's fine. So he opened it. And then Leanne comes in and goes, who the hell just opened that wine? And I said, don't say a word. I'd like to do business with this guy. Right. She goes, no. That bottle of wine was given to us. I'm taking it from him right now. And we're pouring glasses. And I went, he can spit in the bottle of wine for yeah. all I care. I don't care about a hundred. After the show, you're making me hate Leanne. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, and she, but she goes, she goes, she goes. No one comes into your green room, grabs your wine, opens it, and starts pouring. I don't even know the people he's pouring for. I go, they're his friends, and I like this guy. Yeah. Stops, stop, stop speaking. That guy uh, is the producer of the machine. Greenlit the machine, uh, and I now I one of my guy. best friends, yeah. Kale, Kale, yeah. and and one of my best friends, and I, he was over at our house the other night, and he was, oh, he just went in and grabbed a bottle of wine and opened a bottle of wine. I go, look at the I go, you're not saying anything now. Yeah. And he just grabbed any wine he wanted, right? Yeah. He goes, oh, it's Kale, and I went, yeah. that's how you need to look <laughs> at everybody. That's you need right. to look at everyone yep. as they're going to give you an opportunity. Never look at short money and go, but long money is what counts. Yeah, yeah. for and sure. A lot of people don't see that through, but um, I mean. And it's easy to not see that through because in the moment, if I am 19 years old or even when I was 17, when I was 17, when I was making money off of shoes and I and I didn't have the marketing aspect of trying to go for like exposure and stuff like that, um, when I was younger, 
I would I would wear like Gucci belts and Ferragamo, and I was and it's just so stupid. Yes, because you're spending money on things you don't know. At the same time, though, there's a lot of stories that go wrong with celebrities, which I'm not going to call anyone out here, but I'll definitely share a couple. Yeah, um, you, you don't there's, have to call there's, somebody out. There's been no, no, I wouldn't. I would. um, there's been stories where you know, like I'm. Like how Bert just said that um, when he hit me up, I just got a I just got a DM from him, and I was like, "Wait, Bert Kreischer hit me up? Like what?" And now I'm freaking out. And instantly that weekend, I book a t- I book a flight to LA because I know like you you were talking with um, Howie Mandel on on that on the podcast you just did, and you were saying that you have that impulse that like you can't you just say yes to everything and you yeah. go all in. Yeah. Sometimes it's really good, but sometimes it could hurt you because yeah. we're and on the good end, Burt Kreischer, you know, I fly out there. He brings me into his house. He introduced me to his family. You treated me amazing. To this day, I, I'm, I don't like to put a rank on things, but I have, haven't been treated better by, by someone else other than Burt Kreischer. And on top of that, now, weeks later... I just get a mention of my story. Burt Kreischer mentioned me. And then I go on his story. Hey, shout out to Angelo Blando on Instagram. Go check him out. I didn't even ask. Yeah, and, and, and that's the way you don't go. get that. You know, you don't get that with a lot of people. So that's the end of the spectrum where it's incredible and that I can't thank you enough, buddy. No, I seriously I, can't no, thank no, you no, enough. No. Now, is your um, arch enemy the Benjamin Kicks kid? No, uh, I don't worry. I don't. It's not a competition for me. It's just I do it because I does like he it. do the same thing? So I know I, there's this other kid. For, if people don't know, he also is a sneaker kid that I found following. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Oh. He's a, but he's like a little. He's a little fat white kid who just hangs out with rappers. Like he gets sneakers for rappers as opposed to the yeah. comedians, and he's always in the Gucci See, stuff and all that. I'm like, oh, this where kid. um where my thing is different because like the sneakers is the is what you have in common right the, the, the sneakers is how i get to burke kreischer yeah. right because we have something in common and we both know we love shoes so we can both talk i can bring him value by hooking him up with deals or hooking him up with something that's rare the long-term play here is um making the connection is getting into the enter- entertainment industry and then seeing if if i can sit here and talk to burke kreischer and he it, it is interested in me okay now I know that I got something. There's plenty of room to learn. There's plenty of things to grow from, and and, and having him that's, as a mentor see, helps me so much. That brain, that brain. Not everyone has that brain. I was telling Peter yesterday. I was like, I was explaining how business works, and I was like, and, and what you see. I, I said we're going to Cowhead's house. What you see when you go to Cowhead's house is this is where things are moving. I, I go. You may see that for radio and podcasting, but remember that's going to shift for television, for movies. It's going to be, and you're yeah. at the. You're, you guys are young. You're at the beginning of this business. You're watching that we're in this house. We're having a blast. There's no boss out there. Yeah. There's not a woman holding nine pens that we have to buy. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, like that's, I look at overhead. I look at marketing. I look at that kind of stuff for a tour and and all that. I go. That's. To have someone that's hungry for knowledge about how the future is moving, yeah. I would. I, I, there, I toured with a guy that was an amazing comedian. I would watch him do radio. Um, I'll, t- I'll say him, Jay Moore. He was amazing, yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing, amazing radio. Ama- I learned how to do radio watching Jay Moore do radio. Yeah. And you, if you, if you're hungry, man, there's people that'll feed you. <laughs> you just got to be hungry. Yeah, and and you also have to like. A lot of, a lot of, especially now with like Twitter, Instagram, everyone's posting their highlight reel online. It's hard for people to, to put themselves at the lower pedestal and look up and learn. Not a lot of people that are 18, 19, 20 that are making any money want to say, I'll do that because he did that. Then nobody wants it because it's, it's a level of, 
like yeah. of humbleness that people don't go. have. Everyone right. wants to think that they know everything. I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I need I need help from you guys. You know what I mean? So um, well, that's good. I'm, listen, he made. I talked to him. And, uh, we, uh, he was going to be in Florida this week, and I said, "Well, come down and figure it out." He was going to drive up from Fort Lauderdale. I said, "Why don't you just come here a day early?" Bert's here. And he was like, yeah. I had something to do with him. And he was like, I'm canceling it. I'm canceling yeah, it. Yeah, I there. had a, I had a, I had a Blackhawks game tomorrow night, opening night Hawks Ooh. game. My my brother flew in from California oh. to go with me. This was last night, and you know he flies in, and it's we're all hyped up. And then you texted me, and you were like, How about Wednesday morning with Burt Kreischer? And now I'm sitting there with these two options, right? And this is the one or the zero thing, yeah. Because it's like. I have a guaranteed night with my family going out. It's going to be a lot of fun Blackhawks game. Or I get a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to come on an amazing radio show. And on top of that, Burke Kreischer's here. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna fly. Yeah, we're gonna fly decision. right away. I, I canceled right decision, my. Yeah, yeah. like I, instantly. I had to do it. I couldn't Spanish. not do it. Let me see them ugly ass shoes that we got. The, those are the. No, oh, these, yeah. Those are the chunky dunks. Wow. I wouldn't wear those goddamn things for anything. And uh, I although did. I did buy the Travis Scott, and I wear those because my son and I have the same size feet. Those are awesome. They're they're actually yeah. pretty cool, and that you wear them with jeans, and people are always like, "Oh, your shoe game's on point." Yeah, because I was there's fifteen no, year old. There's <laughs> no better compliment than someone goes, "Nice kicks." Yeah, like, dude. Oh yeah. And people don't realize, like my dad, even he he's told me this before that like I, I got him a pair of shoes once, and he was like, "I don't know if I like those or whatever." And I was like, "Just trust me. Just wear them out. You'll see." And he's like, texted me, "Someone just complimented me on my shoes." The next day someone loves my shoes hey this girl said she looked like it's crazy um for a guy who wears literally jeans on stage yeah like the only thing i can do is shoes right yeah and people will compliment me on my shoes right now i'm wearing uh the michigan off-whites okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and and everyone dude everyone leanne was one because i bought them and i felt silly wearing them and i was wearing them wrong for a long time the laces were wrong right yeah i wore the laces in the back but they were dragging and i was like these don't make sense (laughs) and so uh, Leanne, when we did Red Rocks, she goes, uh, you know those obnoxious shoes you have? The ones that are, like, silly? And I was like, yeah. She goes, <laughs> "She goes, it's such a big venue. Your shoes should shine. And so I was like, whoa. And now we're yeah. doing, I mean, the majority of our shows are in big, very big venues. So I'm wearing those. Those are my tour shoes. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, you can't wear, like, a big thing that says, like, and you're not gonna because yeah. it's not, usually any time that I see, like, a, I mean, you don't even have your shirt on half the time. Yeah. <laughs> but usually other comedians, they, they just wear a black shirt, black jeans, and then the shoes either pop or they don't. But with sneaker culture, it's like everyone, like, if you know, it's like it feels kind of, like, secretive where it's like you know that this guy's cool because he's got good taste in shoes. And that, Look at Ron nodding. That, Ron, yeah, yeah. that instantly brings people together. That's why Steve and Ron are friends because they talk about sneakers all the time. Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a piece of art that you're wearing on your shoes, and it's like a secret that you can share, like a secret handshake yeah. with other people that know the kind of stuff, especially when you get into stuff that's really old or very limited, and there's so many, you can tell someone knows that just because this has an SB tag that's orange, right. is it better than something else? Yeah. It's just like a cool thing that you kind of, it's almost like a fraternity. We were, we were in the Sprinter van going to San Diego, and I was looking at a pair of shoes, and I went, Steve, I want these shoes. And do you remember this? I go, I want these shoes. And you looked at me, and you go, you're wearing them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Right. And I was like, "Oh wait, 
I am wearing them. I was like, oh, I really do like these shoes. They're the ones they I have. Ones. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're great. I don't, I don't know anything about them. I'm wearing Crocs right now. Mm. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Well, I have my own line of flip-flops. I have those. I have my own line of flip-flops. I wear those. I wear the uh, These SGO. are great flip-flops. Right? I awesome. wear the slippers. I keep the slippers in here. I wear them all the time. Oh, we got we got slides coming out. Did you get a pair of slides? Uh, no. When you were at the event, we got slides coming out, mm. and they are the most comfortable thing I've ever worn in my life, and I, I'm not a slide guy yeah. ever. They're like Yeezy slides. They're mm. so okay. comfortable. That sounds good. Yeah. That I wore. I, I have a pair of Yeezys that I like. Okay. Uh, Yeezys, you know what? And like Yeezys are the most comfortable, regardless. That's the thing. I, I don't think care Jordan about Kanye and West. Nike. Jordan and Nike look the best, and you can't deny that. Adidas. Like, but Adidas, like this, whatever Adidas does, they just are wasted. They're way Air too Force Ones for fat guys are the most comfortable shoes I've ever. Really? Worn. Yeah. They, my man, plantar fasciitis. Air Force Ones. <laughs> Air Force Ones are like my. Nike SBs are my favorite shoe to wear. Mm. I think they're the best looking. Yeah. Uh, I hate Jordans. I, I was into Jordans when we first started. Yeah, you don't like yeah. them anymore? But it's, they're not good for, like when Michael Jordan in, the, in that documentary was like, and then I threw on the first generation Jordans oh, yeah. to play. And I was like, oh, his feet must have been killing. He was yeah. like, they were bleeding No, at I know time. they're not. They're not comfortable. No. You walk around for like an hour, you're like, okay, but three hours in, you're done. Yeezys, you could wear them for 12 hours, you don't even realize they're on anymore. I feel like Jordan was doing an experiment in race. He looked at him and he was like, I'm going to make these uglier every year and dumb white kids will still buy them. (laughs) That's what I think. Jordans have never been attracted to. People love, they live by and never liked them at all. Especially if you wear a pair of Team Jordans. That's how you can tell someone's complete. (laughs) Like, those are the ones that aren't numbered. That's like normal. Yeah, yeah, they're normal. not they're not retros. That's like what you find in the finish line in the foot locker. Yeah. Yes, Ron. But with Cali, it just said, Mike probably caught that, but it flipped the culture because our yes. yes. kids, they, they didn't blow up. They blew up in the ghettos and inner cities. Right. You had people robbing, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. They became, they were huge. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that I never found them attractive. And uh, then I was I was kind of uh, buddies with Deion Sanders a little bit, and they came out with the Deion Sanders shoe, and they were the ugliest goddamn things I ever saw, worse <laughs> than the Jordans. Uh, it just it was like who can make the uglier, but people love them. People are going crazy for them. Yeah, think about. I remember George. I don't know a lot about all the sneaker stuff, but I remember yeah, being we can a tell. kid. You're <laughs> Brooks. Nah, you know, hey lawn, dad, geez. hey dad, dad's about to mow the lawn, guys. Galvin, Galvin calls my I'm, shoes ortho- orthopedic shoes. He goes, <laughs> a doctor <laughs> prescribed your shoes. For you. <laughs> I'm playing the role of the layman here. Okay. Uh, uh, but I remember Jordan came out one year with ones that were specifically glossy black so that he could wear them with, like, a, a tuxedo right. or a suit. And now everyone does that. Everyone wears sneaks with, you that's know, the at the wedding even, you know. Yeah, you can get away with wearing with wearing uh, that's, shiny black. That's what I did on my on my high school graduation. I wore, like, some, some bread Jordan ones. And every, every like, every kid was doing that because they thought it was cool. But it's just, like, a way to, to not... Like people, the next generation. When I'm 30, we're not wearing dress shoes, dude. No, they like phase those out. We don't need. Yeah, those like I don't care how serious the meeting is. It it's almost cooler if someone comes in with a suit and some and some dope sneakers rather than you know the a first suit person and like the first whatever. person to do that without making a statement, just did it out of comfortability. Was Letterman? Letterman, yeah. Letterman, yeah. Letterman, yeah. Letterman yeah. Wrestling wrestling he got his own Jordan shoes. made after that. Yeah. He's, got, he's got his own Jordan made, which they actually aren't hyped up. They're so yeah. undervalued. Yeah. I never if there are heard people of them. Out there listening to this, David Letterman, Jordan ones. It's probably a good long term investment. Really? Yeah, color. Do you want to hear like blue and yellow? Do you want to hear a really interesting fact? So when we were in Serbia, we did the movie, and they were like, "You're a, a sneaker guy." So they get the shoes. They were just getting Chuck Taylors there at the time. <laughs> no, 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 no. It gets even better. They would get the sneakers, and then the day, first day I go to put them on, and they're Stan Smiths, like just regular mm. Stan Smiths, the and they're covered in mud. And I go, 
What's the scene? And they're like, you know, you just hang out at your house. And I go, but why was I walking through mud? And they're like, no, that's shoes. And I was like, huh? Because Serbia isn't plush with money, there's no sneaker game there. So people have okay. shoes, they have nice shoes, but they're, they wear them forever. Uh, and I started looking at everyone's shoes, and I was like, oh, all your shoes oh, are wow. beat to crap, but they're nice shoes. Right. They get a nice sneaker, but they wear the crap out of them. Right. And so throughout the movie, so I pulled Peter aside, and I go, how do I say that I would never wear these shoes in a million years because they're $35, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're covered in mud? And he was like, oh, yeah. And then they were like, who... The, it, for them, it was crazy that you would have fresh shoes. Right. They were like, you, it's going to stand out. You're, you're going to stand out. Like, you have brand new shoes. And like, you know, like when first day of school, you'd have new shoes and everyone would step on your shoes. Yeah. And so th- so all throughout the entire movie, we have, uh, my shoes are trash. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right, I got questions about the movie, but we got to take a break. Let's do it. We'll take a break. Bert is in the studio with us. Bert, Dave, uh, Steve, they're all going to be at the Straw Center tonight. Uh, we've got three shows in Tampa. Then we go to Orlando, and then we've got a, a whole a whole week's worth of uh, Florida shows. Angelo, give out your Instagram so people can look it up. Um, so my Instagram is Angelo underscore Blando. Um, and then I also am, like I said, I'm starting to live stream now. I just got verified on Twitch, which is like partnered or whatever. Yeah. Um, my It's twitch.tv slash badblando. That's wait, 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 wait. Say that again. So it's twitch.tv slash badblando, or you could download the Twitch app and search badblando, and you could follow me there or subscribe, whatever you want to do. I live stream five nights a week. If you guys check me out, it would really mean the world to me, and thank you guys again. Yeah, hang out. We're just going to take a break. Uh, we'll get some commercials played, and we'll come back. It's Mike Cal, the show. It's 1025 The Bone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.